You're listening to The Sideline Story, the past, present and future of Rugby League, their journey, their sideline story. If you go in with enough force and you fuck it up, then you have to pay more of a penalty. Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't. It's a head eye, it's a head eye, end story. Make it black and white. Why are we putting grades on things? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 62 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clark, and join me with me on the panel is Nicholas Guild and Daniel Tassone. How are we, boys? Good. Crying Clappy, he's back. <laughs> this is weird. That was weird. Gildy, did you even know that I was going to host? Yeah, I knew, I knew. But I forgot and then you started and I went, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good, Ryan. Crying Clappy, I'm good. I'm, um, I'm not tired like last week and fucking up your name three times in the episode, so I'm good. Uh, very good. Gildy? Still sad? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm good. Physically, I'm good. Yeah, that's good. Good to hear, Nick. Physically, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> One would say I'm awesome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, kicking off proceedings with our normal round 19 NRL recap brought to you by Akasha and our sideline story MVP 321s. After the NRL, we'll check in around the grounds for our non-NRL-related rugby league coverage, where this week we quickly look at Super League Round 20 and the road to the Rugby League World Cup and which players are playing for who. Oh, yeah. Uh, The back end of the show is our fan-favorite bunker review segment presented by our second beer sponsor, the Rusty Penny Brewing Company, where we discuss our top eight and some other hot topics that have just arisen in rugby league mm. daniel you said i'm allowed to change anything i want so i'm going to change something really quickly i want to start this week straight away with um yesterday's oh the tigers debacle. game just so okay. we can so we so when it gets to the game we can actually talk about the game because it was a, there were some interesting parts and i don't reckon we'll end up talking about it mm. we won't uh, there's no, no way we won't because we'll just talk about this um off straight off the bat, obviously, massive recency bias going on at the moment. I think it's probably the worst call I've ever seen watching rugby league. Oh, that's a massive call, Clarky. It's bad. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong; it's you know, fucking horrible. You know, you know why? Why? Because the there's there's multiple layers to this. First of all, I think the game was over when Adam Dewey. Kick the conversion. To me, it would game over. The clock, I know the clock on the TV isn't the official clock or whatever, but there was some major fuckery going on with that clock. Mm. Then, that's, that's not the reason. That's not a reason they gave though. I know. They expl- they tried it, they explained their way at, they explained their way out of that one. Yeah, which- no, that's what I'm that's why I'm saying there's so many levels to this where it eventually got to the the egregious decision that it was. But the fact that they've kicked it so deep, the Cowboys, purposely, that was a game plan for Kyle Felt to run into him. Why would you kick it so deep? They've kicked it so deep 
so they could aim for a penalty to get the to go within kicking range. Then, then they go the captain's challenge, which isn't allowed to be a captain's challenge because it's not a stoppage in play. And then we get to the fact that they've actually called it a penalty when it wasn't a penalty. That's why I'm. That's why I'm saying. And one more thing, <laughs> the fact that normally when there's these major blunders in decisions, there's time. The argument is normally, well, the team had other opportunities to make up for it. Well, the Tigers fucking didn't. And that's why I reckon it's the worst call I've ever seen it's in my time st- watching the sport. Clarky, it's a, it's sorry, the second worst it. recently. It's the second worst for me. What's the what's the worst for you, Gildy? For uh, I mate, Jack Whiten in Jack Whiten in a grand final, man. Come Ooh, on, that's a bad one. That's a really bad one. No, no, what I was thinking about the first thing that popped in, popped into my head when Clarky said it was the worst uh, right. was the Greg Inglis kick out of Robbie Farah's hands in Origin, and they said it was sorry Farah kicking the ball out of Inglis's hands, and they said it was kicked. It was played at not a knock on, and then he got to score. It was like a blatant knock on. They're like, oh no, play on, and then he scored a try from it. That was one of the worst I've ever seen. Disgrace. That's just a single. Bad. That's just a single decision. This is mul- these are multiple decisions that have led. All right. To- so, so with this one, Clarky, um, it's bad. In, in the in the moment, uh, and and post the moment, I'll, I'll caveat it. It is horrible. Absolutely disgraceful. What's happened to the so Tigers? Bad. I don't care what team you go for. Um, if you support the Cowboys, if you support the Tigers, if you're a neutral. Uh, it's horrible. And obviously everyone's seen it, but the short of it is, is like you said, the Cowboys go for a short 10 after the Tigers have scored a try to, you know, effectively win the game. They're up 26, 26 to 25 with one second left on the clock. Um, they go for the short kickoff. Yeah. Allegedly they go for the short kickoff and Asu Kapoa has allegedly escorted Cole Felt who, in my opinion, dives, all right? But yeah. Ashley Klein... You know, well, stop, stop, stop for a sec. Do you reckon, he, do you reckon he's... Obviously, he's come, off the, do you reckon he's come out of the line? Do you reckon he's, he's moving towards the ball? He's moving towards yes. the ball. Like, what is he supposed to do? He can't, run a, he can't run a line around, like, you know, a, a curled line to the ball. <laughs> the ball's where it is. Yeah. He needs mate, to look... Yeah, and he's looking know, at it the whole I, time, mate. by the way. Yeah, I know. He's not even looking... He didn't even look at Kyle Felt once. Not once. And that's... That and I think that's what there's so many layers to this. Why, right? You, I follow every single fan page on Facebook, and everybody is in agreement. That that's the that's the wild thing about this. The thing, How the video ref so is it is it Ashley Klein? It was yeah, Ashley. It Klein. was Ashley Klein. Ashley yeah. Klein, where he goes, he's running sideways. What's what's he supposed? Are you only allowed to run? Laterally down the field, are you? Oh. Well, he's running towards the ball, is what he should have said, which is what he was doing. Which is what you're allowed to do. Like, what is what the fuck else is he supposed but to do? That's what I'm. That, but that's it's just another example of like the boy. Has the boy ever played a game of footy, a game of sport in his life? Like, fair dinkum. <laughs> oh, you that... know what? On, on, to be fair, mate, he's been. I think he's been reffing pretty good lately. He, this is just a shit. This is a shit call. He's just. But it's I a very shit call. I don't re- think. I don't. Know, I don't even know if he realizes. When he's done it, what the what the what the result's gonna be? Like this is uh, they'll have his head for this. Yeah, mate, they're gonna they're gonna crucify him because no, nah, um, I reckon you know, he, I reckon he'll referee Parramatta Penrith on the weekend, mate. He's a protected. There's species. no way. There's no way. He'll get one week ban mate, at not, least. 
not, not after is, that. From yeah, a video ref, though, it's... Up. Hmm? They've already said he stuffed up. Honestly, yeah. he's come out and said he, he made a mistake. Yeah. Now, the, the NRL... I think, I think... The NRL... Uh, get, sorry, Gildy, I cut you off. The NRL have cleared the process, which is what pissed you off um, royally, Clarky, I might add, when the, when the incident occurred, fresh from the incident anyway, uh, the process into, you know, how the referee, the on-field referee has allowed this to, you know, be challenged. Now, you said, um, you said that it shouldn't have been challenged. So the NRL obviously have had a day to look at it. And they came out and said, when a game is at its final, you know, when it's the final hooter, uh, the referee has a short whistle. This is a term I've never heard no, until, no, until today. Uh, no, I think it's soft. Soft no, whistle, isn't it? I, I read short whistle. So soft, okay. short whistle, whatever one it is. Uh, they've got a short whistle. And then they give 10 seconds. And then they blow the, the, the full-time hooter whistle. The full-time, it's game over whistle. So the referee that's on field, I don't remember his name, the tall one. That's all I remember. I, I know what he looks like. <laughs> he blows the short whistle because Dane Laurie's caught the ball. So he's blown the short whistle and then he's ignored the players who are screaming at him because he's trying to listen to the bunker, allegedly. Which is, which, you know, you can tell he's, he's brushing them off. So, you know, the rule of thumb with the ch- captain's challenge is you get 10 seconds. However, I counted 20 seconds. The report, reports I read said 21 to 26 seconds. But you've got to keep in mind that the referees blatantly ignored them to listen to the bunker. So I'll let oh, that go. Mate, on that, on that point, Dan, he, Chad Townsend's yelling at him as soon as it happens. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll let it go, right? I've got I'll let no that go. With him screaming for the, 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 yeah, but it just shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, mate. Go ahead. So with this short whistle, the soft whistle, they consider that a stoppage, to your point, Clarky, where you said there's no stoppage. So, so that's just short- made. So they the just made over. something up. So they've made something up today. So yeah, the game's over. I yeah. I was I'm with you. I was with you until I brought this point up. I read a few articles, and if you actually watch a lot of games, the referee blows once. And then he waits, you know, five to 10 seconds. And then he actually blows full time. So if you watch games, like, if you actually watch games, they've been doing it the whole time. But Dan, I've seen them go to a scrum and they don't load the scrum. Yeah. And there's a whistle in between. There's no, you know what I mean? That's rubbish. But they do it sometimes and they don't. But the ball's ball's not in play. The ball's not in play there. You know what I mean? But the ball's not in play. Well, it was in play. It was. Dane Laurie's caught it. He's been tackled. He's blown the short whistle, yeah? Regardless, yeah. Just, right? So they've cleared, they've cleared the process, right? They've cleared the short whistle. They've cleared the captain's challenge by going over <laughs> the t- allocated 10 seconds. Dan, that's all rubbish though, man. I, I know that. I know that's that. All rubbish. Because it doesn't matter. Okay. At the end of the day, the call to um, award a penalty to the Cowboys is fucking ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Anyone so, so, who's but, anyone should see that as one of the biggest fuck-ups, to Clarky's point, the biggest fuck-up in history. <laughs> is he what James Graham said? Yeah. He said, 
Something along the Do you have the quote on you? Because I haven't got the quote on no, me. Just about that someone with a balaclava and a shotgun has robbed, robbed, robbed the Tigers in yeah. Townsville. Of two points. Fucking like, crazy. My my annoyance just continues as well. Then you get the yeah, Todd Payton, Chad Townsend, and then the CEO of the Cowboys just making a like Todd Payne's Mate, been watched- fucking sucking and whinging all year. He's about, a fuckwit. I can't stand him. About um, He's a dickhead. decisions going against him. And then Who's that? decision. Payton? Todd Payton. Yeah. Mate, did you, did you guys watch the? I know where you're going, where you're going to go, Clarky. Sorry. Man, did you did you watch the press conference? Because I watched it. Yeah. Man, he, I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was no. pretty good. I thought Chad Townsend was blatantly one-sided. They asked him and he said, oh, I don't know. He goes, it's not my deal to rule on those things. That's what he said. That's what Payton said. Yeah, mate. The, they, did ask him, they did ask him. They said, "Now you're one of the winning teams. You find the the balls in your court a little more." And he goes, "Well, we had a few." And he's right. They had that Tamalolo. Um, yeah, the Tamalolo trying to get allowed last week. So, so you know, look, two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not saying did. it does. I'm just saying I, I thought Peyton was all right. To be honest, uh, I, I think he's a. I think he's a bit of a fucking wanker. I'm with you. I'm with you, Clarky, on that one. Unfortunately, guilty for you. Um, Peyton's. I don't know. He rubs me the wrong way. That bloke. I don't. Mm, yeah. Hey, he's probably the best. Best. One of the best. Probably the best coach. The coach of the year candidate. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine, but still a wanker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, let's um. Bring it right back down. All right. Wait, wait, before you do that, the before, that before you do it, wait, before you do it, I've got one more thing to say about it. One more thing. Yeah. So we said that the NRL have admitted fault. The Tigers want to sue them. I think that's hilarious because you can't. Like, too bad, so sad. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, game. But the worst part of all of this, in my opinion, the worst part, it's pretty embarrassing, is the official social media account for the West Tigers posted oh, yeah. the victory of 26 yeah. to 25 before the game was finished. And they had to take it down obviously because they lost 27 to 26 because of that penalty mm. goal. How crazy is that? Yeah. Poor fuckers. They haven't oh. had much luck this year. No. Um, oh. When you say they're suing, I'll just watch 360 before we come on. Lee Hadjapatelis, yeah. who I'm, believe he's a lawyer or a barrister of some he's sort. the one that owns Brighton's lawyers yeah he's mm. not they're not it's not suing they're like it's semant- I know I'm just talking semantics here but they're talking about taking legal action in terms of they they want the whole thing reviewed because again to, to what I was saying before he reckons the game was over before the kickoff even happened and he's he's just he wants to clear up a whole lot of fuckery because he reckons the game was over therefore they get the two points flat out which mm. You can't argue against. Yeah, but and that's where he's get, saying you're not going to get the two points. Action. As if you're going to get the thing. two points. There's errors. There's errors in footy. This is one of the biggest ever. But it's an error. You got to take the good with the bad. You know. Because then you know that if you win, if they win, let's say they hypothetically win, and the Tigers are awarded two points, you have to review the whole eighty minutes to find every single mistake, and there will be something that goes no, against. No, 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 no. What he's saying, what he's, what he's saying is, when Adam Dewey kicks the ball, the clock finishes. Yeah, I understand, I understand that, but like they could so they, be. So they don't. So they go, so they don't kick off. Therefore, yeah. none of that happens. I, I understand, but like you can't be like well, it's because of that decision. There's seventy nine <laughs> other minutes, or seventy nine minutes and fifty nine seconds worth of football that needs to be reviewed. Then. I know what you're I saying, it, but he's saying he's saying that the 80 minutes is done. 
yeah, it's well, like they've just played and it's yeah. All right, let's move it on. And moving on, yeah. Hagrid, Hagrid was uh, Hagrid was Dane Laurie. The best game. Are we of talking the year. about the? Are we going to talk about the game? Talk about the game. Let's might as well talk about the game because we're going to come, yeah. come back to it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Best right. game of the year for him, by far. Outstanding. And you know what, Guilty? You know what you said last week, and me and Clarky laughed. They are. We just laughed and laughed. Is that you so said this game was going to be close? Mate, I, I, I like to look. I don't want it to be the full time thing, but right now, I like uh, Hastings at lock. Well, Clarky said last week. Clark said last week he's not really he's not changing his role, is he? Really? Like he's making more he, tackles like, in the middle. What, one thing he does do is I didn't realize he weighs hundred kilos. Jackson Hastings, mm. mate. One thing he's doing is he's he he does run a bit more, which which is good. Mm. It is good, but unfortunately, as we just spoke about for I don't know ten odd minutes, maybe I'm not too sure how long we spoke for about this controversy, the controversy of all controversies. Uh, the Tigers lost seven games in a row on James Tamau's 300th game, I might add, which is a shit go for James Tamau. But the Tigers were the better side. You can see from the get-go, they were up for it. And I seriously, like, it's not the get-go, sorry. The first minute the Cowboys scored, and I'm like, here we go, onslaught, on the way. And then the Tigers, buddy, pegged away. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's a boil over. But they showed some They showed some grit. They should that's uh, that's probably what's anno- most annoying for the Tigers fans. Is pro- it's they're probably their best performance all year. Like, oh yeah, yeah, up there. When they when they belted power, that was pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> mate, look, look. I, I, if you're a Tigers fan, and yet you'd be blowing up about the loss, but surely there's some hope. You're just going, look, they're playing good. That's mm. the second best team they played against, and should have won. Yeah, they should. You know, they should have so won. Well, what I'm saying is they've got talent there. There's still talent there. That just proves good... to me that they won't get the the wooden spoon this year. Yeah. Last player I thought deserved mention. Um, mate, other than Valentine Holmes, how good how good's he going, man? Is he? He's just. I'm pretty sure, Clarky. I was agreeing. I agreed with you as well. When they put him into the centres at the start of the year, I just went, "This is not going to work." The bloke's a winger or a fullback, and mate, he's he's playing good. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the only the only reason he's not going to play in the centers for the Kangaroos is if they pick Latrell and Turbo. Yeah, correct. He'll make the squad. He'll be in the squad as a, oh. as a center. I think he'll. I think if if Latrell and Turbo play, I reckon he'll be start. He'll be the first picked winger. They, he has to be in the back line. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you. Yeah, I, agree, I agree with that. Mm. Uh, the player I was going to talk about was Jeremiah Nanai ran for 205 meters. Mate, is he getting better every week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's just come out of that origin period and just gone to another level, which oh, already good, yeah. and then got to another level. And I reckon to the point where Gafusi at the Storm has seen the writing on the wall. Mm. Isn't he 19? Yeah, he's 19 years old. 19 years old. That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah. And like, like we keep preaching, boys, every year the NRL unearths multiple stars that are so marketable for the game. And he's the next, he's one of the next ones. And, and he's so confident mm. he signed a one year deal because yeah. he knows he's going to get more money. Yeah. What's he worth? Mate, he's going to be on easily, I reckon, easily 800 his next deal. He's a kid that's killing it. 800k, 
800's a lot. He's going to get it. Back What's Payne Haas on? 850? Yeah, something like that. Mate, tell you, he's in that. He's definitely in that league. Mm. Yeah. Gildy, on speaking of Jeremiah and I, who's your cash for MVP 3 to 1s? Oh, good question. Okay, so I've just got a big picture of Dan's pasta. Hold on. <laughs> it was tasty, I tell you that. To get to it. He, for the viewers, the, for the listeners, sorry, he uh, made us wait while he ate it and then sent us pictures of it. Um, <laughs> okay. Three points, Dane Laurie. Uh, two points, Jeremiah Nanai. And one point, Valentine Holmes. Game one, the fourth place, Brisbane Broncos defeat the seventh place, Parramatta Eels, 36 to 14. Gildy, it looks like your para are going through a similar lull to 2021. It's worse. I think it's worse because in 2021, at least we had four players on the bench. Um, Four good players on the bench, you mean? Well, oh, we do have four. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot that we have one player that comes on for three minutes. Hey, you better watch Uh, Tone, Nick. You might get investigated by the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, look, look, let's let's talk about Brisbane. How good are they, mate? Reynolds is just marching them around. That's all they needed. That that uh that game man he's he's more than a game manager, but that's what he's doing as well. A game managing halfback that's just marching these super talented forwards around the field. Or kids you know, too. And they're Majority all kids and he, they're just doing what they they're just doing what they're told. Mm. And they're doing it well. You know what I mean? They're 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 hitting. They're in the gaps they need to be into, and he's just putting. He's got the ball on a string. Isn't that great, Clarky? That Adam Reynolds is playing so well for the Broncos. Adam Reynolds from Redfern, a junior junior for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Isn't it fantastic, mate? I don't reckon he's playing like he did. He's playing a different style of game. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I think he is because. He doesn't have that player around him. Like, look at he's five eights a rookie who's playing fantastic, that Ezra Mam. But and you know, he he's got to take a little more control when he was at the when he was at South. There were more there was a more senior look, he's 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 the whole spine, other than him, they're all rookies, basically. Yeah. It's just it's... The, the spine at South was this senior spine, you know, Cookie, you got Cody, you got Latrell. Man, all of them are, are representative game breakers. Where these blokes, Ezra Mam, Tessie Nui, um, even um Billy Walters. Yeah, but that's how good when, he's going. But when when Adam Reynolds played his two, I think he played two games of origin, like I don't think he was playing this well. Like yeah, it, look, I, it's I, even I it's highlight real stuff. Like it's actually, it's not just game managing, boring. Like no disrespect, like a Chad Townsend, just real methodical. Like he's, it's actually nah, expansive and exciting. Yeah, he's a freak. He look here you go. He's probably playing right now. He's probably the best halfback in the comp right now. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Consistency wise, yeah. When he's not injured, too. Yeah. 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 Mate, that's someone, I'll, someone, I'll... that's, that's, that's how good he's going. That his performances are overshadowing the fact that he's played like eight games all year. That's <laughs> yeah. true. What about the Eels, Guilty? Now, I want to, I want to spark you straight away because I know that it's your club and I know you yeah, don't you really get triggered ever in any episode that we've ever had, but I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I want to try and trigger yeah. you for the first time in its history. So okay. how's this? How's this for a laugh, Clarky? The Eels are investigating the fans, the fans who booed Jacob Arthur during the match. Yeah, this is weird. Like really fucking weird. Yeah, you may as well what? boo in the Bulldogs game. You may as well um, investigate all the fans that booed Tino Fass or Malawi. There's they no difference. Every time he touched the ball. No difference. It's very, it's very upsetting. It's fucking weird. They keep, they keep, uh, they keep calling him the kid, but he's uh, a month younger than Will Penasini. I don't hear them calling Will Penasini the kid, mate. Look, I, 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 honestly, if I was there at the ground, I, I don't boo. I don't, I don't like that. That's just my cup of tea. But the idiots who go saying, going around saying you can't boo, they're they're absolute idiots. They're not booing Jacob Arthur. They're booing the decision. And then, like, you got an article that came out, I think it was Brent Reed saying it's a disgrace and, you know, to boo your own players and he's a great kid, he's coming through. Mate, the fact is this, right? He's part of the 17 players. It's not his fault. He's getting picked by his dad, who's the coach. So I'd go as far to say there's nepotism here. There's no injury to the halves. If there was injury to the halves, I totally understand. There's no injury to the halves. Um. Mate, when he comes on for five or seven minutes, whatever he plays, um, it, it doesn't – first of all, it doesn't add anything. He's not a good enough player to be there at the start. But what it does is it just makes that every other one of the 16 players has to work harder than the 17 players on the other team mm-hmm. because there's no one on other team. There's barely anyone on other teams who, who only comes on for five minutes. You're, not, you're, not, you're, not, co- you're not coaching well enough if you can't get the most out of your the, the bench as well, it's a, it's a team game. You're yeah. using the bench as well. Yeah, you don't That's just a, carry a bloke. And it's a whole other a element, isn't it? Whole other element. Having the right yeah. rotation, the and right like, players. But, but people don't think about injury. You play a player on there too long, there's more chance of injury. You've mm-hmm. got to figure out the exact recipe to have the player out there, the each player out there for the exact amount of time they're meant to be out there. Now, if there's injuries, yep, no worries. Things get covered and you work with that. But you, you go in with a plan not to get injured. And surely five minutes at the end of the game isn't that plan. Do you know what I mean? For, for a kid who's really not doing anything. Mate, look, you know what? If he was lightning quick, if he was lightning quick, you go, okay, well, you know, he's got X factor or something. He's slow. He's the slowest. Clarky, yeah, Clarky, yes, mate. Do you reckon, uh, for the first time in the podcast history, we triggered Guilty? Or <laughs> I've never heard Guilty call Jacob Arthur slow, yeah, that's the first. Um, that's the first. <laughs> mate, Guilty. Weird. And mate, at the end, at the end of the day, um, it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back in terms of Brad Arthur getting let go at the end of the year. Mm. But there's a there's a difference between just losing games, but losing games and if you keep going the way you're going, and then you're making decisions like bringing Jacob Arthur into the team to bring him on for five minutes, like mate, that that could be enough. Mate, I know I've already spoken about it. The word is that Nathan Brown said something, and that's why he's been dropped. Um, mate. Look, we got we got Penrith next week, and the team lists aren't out yet. But if he's there, what? I'll be. What I found is that Brad Arthur, he's pig-headed, and he's just going to go. No, nah, he's the next best player. We need him. Blah blah blah. They're going to put him in, and what that does is every single Parramatta fan just goes, 
you reckon our season. We, we're a chance. You reckon our season mm-hmm. because you're disadvantaging us. You're our coach, and you're disadvantaging us. Yeah, to make so, a, to make a point on the booing. Well, on the booing, man, they're not booing Jacob Arthur. No one cares really about Jacob Arthur. They want him to be good, but he, the fact is, he's not. They're booing Brad Arthur. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Three, two, ones. Payne Haas three, Adam Reynolds two, and Flegler one. Game two, the eleventh place and George Illawarra Dragons defeat the ninth place Manly Warringah Seagulls twenty to six. Gildy, what's your biggest take from this one? Mate, Ben Ben Hunt still killing it. Talking about who the best form halfback of the competition is. Yeah, he'd be, nah, look, he'd, be he'd be close. Yeah, mate, he's number two. He's he's not playing better than Reynolds, but yeah, Ben Hunt, mate, Ben Hunt's the reason they're they're in, in games. The Dragons, mate, the yeah, he's he's the sole reason in my opinion. But mate, he played the perfect game for wet weather, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely, masterclass. I th- I think he's having a gun year, the best year he's had since 2015 when they when he was playing for the Broncos and they made the final. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, look, well, he's been getting man of the matches, and and he's isn't he winning the Dally M or he was winning the Dally M? Has it gone behind closed doors yet? Yeah, mate, it goes behind closed doors after round. 16, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Whereas for us, we're gonna what we're gonna do. You ready for this one, boys? You ready for this one? Big announcement. We're gonna go behind closed doors after round 20, but we're gonna announce our winner during a bunker review episode. Um after round 25. So we're not gonna wait till they do their Dally M's. Fuck that. We don't care. The sideline story MVP is more important because we're smarter than the NRL. <laughs> But anyway, sorry, continue, Nick, with your biggest take. Um, yeah, look, I, I didn't I thought that I thought that, that couple of when I watched it, I was just um I, I was just watching that Billy Burns. Mate, I like I, I rate him and I know he's came from Penrith and he sort of struggled to make the first grade side, but he started this week. Look, the other players did play just as well as him, but mate, he's a first grader that should have been there from the start, isn't he? Mate <clears throat> When he came on the field the other night, I'm like, I said to my father-in-law, I'm like, is that Billy Burns the one that came from Penrith a couple of years ago? And we're like, no, he went. We all thought he went to England. No, that's him. Yeah, he played. He he had a really good game, and it was one of those things. Like, why hasn't he been playing? Well, it's funny when he was playing for Penrith. He still have, you still have to push your way into that side, and he did. Obviously, he's sort of playing. I guess you know. I don't know. I know we're not talking about Penrith now, but. Jamin Salmon is playing a sort of similar role that he did, Billy Burns did when he was at Penrith. Yeah. Um, mate, look, Manly, I picked Manly. Manly just kill me. Man, what do you say about Manly? Sometimes they're, they're awesome and Daly Cherry Evans steps up and hits 40-20s after 40-20s. And sometimes they just go missing. I guess, look, it was wet weather. It's harder to play in wet weather. Um, gee, I'm over Ruben Garrick. All he's falling over and yelling at refs and mm-hmm. loves a dive. Mate, Should be playing Mil- soccer. He's in the Militano. He's in the Militano category for me. I I can't wait to go through every team list at the end of the year. And Nick, you just pick the players that you don't like, and then and then you pick the ones yeah. that you do like. Fuck, I love it. Yeah, Turn well, to the new one. Channel Nine. He's definitely. Like, uh, mm. Because anyway, you like Channel 9, about, remember? Remember, Nick? You like Channel 9. Be, it, it might be something about backs. I don't know. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting stuff. But, yeah, oi, for me, like I said, Ben Hunt just 
masterclasses in the rain. Other than that, game was fucking whatever. Really. Whatever. Oh, no, Casher MVP three two one. Uh, ben Hunt three, Blake Laurie two, and um and Bird one. Uh, but yeah, moving on to game three, the eighth place Sydney Roosters defeat the fourteenth place Newcastle Knights forty two to twelve. Guilty, your boy James Tedesco. Oh mate, that was his best game. Oh, yeah, oh, that that pass where he threw around the corner, that was fantastic, mate. You know what? Look, when he's playing like that, yeah, he's the he, you know. He's unstoppable, man, and he played. He played fantastic. That's, but you know what? He just doesn't do it enough. I, I'd give it a ten out of ten. That was a ten out of ten from Tedesco. There you go. Plays direct, mate. One of the best players in the game. Oh. That's all he has to do. Go direct, and you'll be sweet. So maybe maybe he's been playing with it. You know, you don't know. Like a lot of players play with injury throughout the year. Yeah. I'm super critical of him because he's the Australian fullback, which is, I don't know. I guess it's the pinnacle. You know, a lot of people, that's where you see the best player in the world play at the, the fullback position. He's playing for Australia. He's there. Um, and he's going to be the mate, captain he too. He's going to be he's the captain. Be the ca- he had a fantastic game. Mate, if he plays like that, um, the Roosters are going to be the Roosters are going to be in the back end of the eight, and they, you know they're going to they're going to they're going to beat some team. Like if they play like that, they can beat North Queensland, and they can beat Brisbane, and they can beat the Sharks. Mm. And you know, you know what? If they can was... play like that. They could probably beat Penrith, to be honest. And that was without Joey Manu too. Mate, yeah, mate, that uh how good Suwali. Bloody oh, hell, man. I love Suwali. He's mad. And did you see Kieran? that? Did you see Kieran that yeah, well, he, he had a good return? Mate, did you see Suwali? Um uh, apparently about every... his contract. Yeah. Did you see that, Clark? That's that's why South that's why South told him thanks, but no thanks. We 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 basically agreed to terms. With Suwali, and then he's gone. Yeah, I want these things in my contract. I'm like, yeah, no. What's in his contract? So at the end of every year, <clears throat> he can go. He can negotiate a contract with the uh, with the Australian Rugby and leave. Or if a club, so at the end of this year, he, he's he's so he's he's in the first of a five year or second of a five year contract. If the Dolphins said to him. Hey, we want you to come and play fullback. He can legally leave. Oh God, I hope Parramatta tell him he can come and play fullback. <laughs> How good is he? It's a cra- but that's crazy. I don't like as a supporter. If I was a, if I was a supporter of the Roosters, I would hate it. Absolutely. Oh, mate, that's, same, uh, that's why he's got no the same manager as Payne Haas, does he? Yeah, Probably. mate, he must. Mate, that's why no, that's not one Rabbitoh supporter is annoyed that we didn't sign him. Yeah, no one Wait, wants. That's just that, was, that, con- that contract was signed before he played an NRL game. Can I just say he, he's a kid? He's not the one. He's the one. The one putting that in. He's not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. No. Mate, he's just doing what some managers tell him to do. He's nineteen years old. Do you know he's, what I mean? like, he's eighteen actually. He's eighteen. Fuck, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, mate. Seriously though, like they've got Joey Manu. They've got James Tedesco. He wants to play fullback. We know that, mate. He's going to be playing rugby union before before the contract's finished. I'll tell you right now, probably. But he, you know what? Some guys some guys hit their peak, or that's not true, right? Some guys hit a level that's above everyone else's well before their well before their time. Yeah, and he's one, and and this this his actual contract hurts him. I think. Like, can you imagine um... if he had his hands on the ball as much as Joey Manu got his hands on the ball? 
Yeah. Or, or, or James T- or Tedesco or Turbo. Mate, he's in that category. Or, you know, even Luttrell. Yeah. You reckon he'll um, be in the kangaroo squad? That's a big call. That is a very big call. Mate, oh, not this year. Not the, uh, look, it's a World Cup, mate. It's a big you know squad. What? It's a big I'll squad. What, man. But you know what? I wouldn't go if I was him unless I was playing. This is the thing, though, man. If 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 the rugby union wanted to make a statement, they should go and get him. Hundred percent. And you know what? They've if got they a world, they've a got a world cup in four years. Uh, four years? They, should, years. they should just grab him and they should say, "Listen, mate, what 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 do we got to pay? Out? What are we paying now?" He's the he's the Sonny Bill Williams style of guy that could go back and forth however he wants. But anyway, mate, on the um, on the nights, boys, Caelan Ponga. Third concussion in six weeks, and the news is that he's done for the year. That's it. I've heard that. Yeah, I heard, I read. Uh, I, I saw Matty Johns ask one of his uh, one of the I think the Sunday night with Matty Johns show. Yep. They were talking about that. They were saying, "Would you? Would you just tell him let's start again next year?" I would. Does that Plus rule him done. out? Does that rule him out for the kangaroo squad? Well, um, maybe, think, maybe not. I think it will, man. I think it will if. Look, I mean, it'd be, you'd, you'd have a hide if you go, we're ruling him out for the rest of the year and then let him play for the Roos. And he gets concussed again while he's playing overseas. Mate, that, that concussion that he got, mate, I'm, I'm, that was nothing. It, it was like, it was like it someone was a, blew it was, a slap, it was a slap on the cheek. Yeah. Who was that? I, I saw that and I went, mate, what's going on? Like, this is what I was going to bring up. Some of the send-offs, some of the 10 minutes that guys are getting and then some that they're not getting, they're still they're still hopeless. They still don't know what's going on the refs. It's back to it's back to inconsistency, and that's something that we feared last year yeah. when they peeled back from the, you know, hey, go full one hundred, send when it run off, and now it's at the. They you said know. you hit him in the head. It's contact with the head. It's a, it's ten minutes, and they that just don't. Did he didn't get ten in the bin for that? Did he? No, he didn't. No, he shouldn't have. It was a, he slapped him on the cheek. Yeah, but mate, you can't hit him in the face. No. Oh, don't start this again. Okay, crikey, it's fucking white, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, they because they asked because Caelan Pong was on Matty John's last night and um on Sunday night show and he and Caelan Ponga said he goes, we're leaving it in the hands of the um they're getting an independent doctor to come in and make the decision basically. So you'd assume any doctor worth his. Worth his weight would um he's out for the season yeah most likely out for the kangaroo tour you'd imagine mm. mate we, if, if turbo is available you don't look it's a shame for Ponga because he should be there on the on the um on on what he showed during the Origin series but mate you don't need another fullback I mean Valentine Holmes can play fullback if they're running out of fullbacks you know what I mean like mm. they don't need him I mean he deserves to be there but they don't need him and if he's concussed he's concussed yeah. Why can't they just? Why can't they just say we're going to give you four weeks? Like, how, how long was Luke Kiry out for? Why? 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 Why not? Why say that? Why go? No, nah, sorry, you're not playing. Like, because, if I'm a first grade because, footballer, because they can't job, make. But I, I want to play because they can't make the eight. Yeah, but no. I'm trying to play for. They, if they if they were going to make the eight, then he'd be playing. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, I still want to play. I love yeah, the game. I want to play. I think he's trying to protect his brain. Yeah, it's pretty important. I can't, I can't, yeah. So what they're saying, what you're saying is though that 
they're not doing that at the Roosters. They're letting Kiri play. Do you know what I mean? Like they gave him four or five weeks off, didn't they? Mm. Well, everyone, everyone in the media seems to call the Roosters the the masters of taking care of uh, concussion because they have a billion of them. So you know why? You know why? Because they're really good with hats. The Roosters. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, on that note, Gildy, the catcher MVP, three two one. <laughs> three to one. Just before we go, there's one more thing I wanted to bring up in this game. What about old uh, Dane Gagai? He's a gronk. He's a gronk. That's it. Enough of that. He's a gronk. He deserves it. He should have been sent off. You don't talk to the ref. I've said this before. Clark, you'll agree. Guilty, I don't know about you. Send them off. You don't talk to the referees like that. Um, mate, this one was different. He, 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 uh, he, 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 the bloke had done nothing wrong. He ran straight into where a Hargraves, I think. It's his own fault. Anyway, three, two, ones. Tedesco, three. Masterclass, I said he got 10 out of 10. Kiri, great game back. And we already talked about this bloke. He lost Suwali one point. Could be playing fullback at any other team. Come to Paris, Wiley. <laughs> uh, game four, the 10th place Canberra Raiders defeat the 13th place New Zealand Warriors. Another tale of a game of two halves, the Warriors giving up a 14-0 lead at the break to concede 26 unanswered points. At whoever went into this game at halftime winning was going to lose this game. These two cannot play 80 minutes of footy. No. Nah. No way. It was like it was like roles reversed this time. But if, if it was 14-0 to the Raiders, they would have lost 26-14. Yeah. That's just, yeah, these two. They'd be frustrating old the, teams to follow. Yeah. Why did the Warriors start Curran on the bench? That was weird, I thought. Maybe they wanted like an impact player. Oh, oh, that's, is he an impact player? No, he's not. That's, that's, not putting, that's, not putting, that's not putting Walsh on the bench. Like, come on, man. Hmm. Just let him go. Yeah, well, let him man, go. Not, not to the, not to the storm. Anyway, no, no, don't let him go to the storm. Um, that's another bloody topic mate, we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, mate, how good is Jamal Fogarty playing? Uh, biggest mistake the Titans made was getting rid of him. They're bloody coming last now, or well, second last because yeah. against. But yeah, no, nah, he's awesome. No, he's doing a good job. And he came back from that knee injury that he copped. He, he, what did he do at the start of the year? It was a... Yeah, he, had, he got a knee. He got a knee in the preseason. MCL, PCL, whatever he did. So he was out for yeah. half the year. So, no, he's doing a good job coming back. Like I said, the Titans stuffed up getting rid of him. I don't know why. They made the eight with him last year. Let's get rid of him. Mm. Silly. Can kick. Um, mm. Albert Hopawati, he's been a massive injection with the... In- Injury or suspension to Jordan Rapana? He's been yeah. he's been enormous yeah. little, little nugget, little hopper nugget. Mate, he's been good, but he's like he's like he's like another two two rungs down. Like they've got they've got another two wingers that they've been using over him. Who's the fellow that got the knee injury at the start of the year? He's got a double barrel last name. Harley oh, Smith Shields. That's it. Harley Smith Shields, man. He's behind him. Do you know what I mean? Like he is playing well, but yeah. And they've even got. Uh, um, God, I'm having a bad day with names. Um, James Schiller. Who's the uh, Nah? Well, they've got yeah him as well, Schiller. Yeah. But I was going to talk about the um, uh, the Fijian fellow they've got as well. Um, Valame. Yeah, Valame. Yeah, yeah. Nah, mate. Would... This this game, like to your point, Clarky. This game, another one you can't gauge. The Warriors are uh, horrible. They legit are a 40 minute team. 
the Raiders have proven that again, except they did it roles reversed. They're called the faders for a reason. They faded at the start. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gilby, what about last week when Corey Harawira and Ira played um, 50 or 60 minutes? <laughs> and you, you said, oh, what's the go with him? He plays like 60 minutes one week. Well, he played 26 minutes this week. <laughs> He played 26 minutes. Yeah, he killed he him ran, at 26. Scored two tries and ran and ran for 66 metres in 26 minutes from eight runs. He's, yeah, killed <laughs> Mate, him. The reason I bring him up is because he's got like a five-year contract. So they obviously see something in him. And he's a good player. But they he's a good player. Yeah. It is. It's weird. <clears throat> and when you play Tom Starling for 50 minutes and play him like in a roaming kind of lock role. Strange. Oh, you know he's you know he's killing me in Super Coach. I've got him as my reserve hooker. I brought him in. It's um the Germ Son. Well, he just gets no game time. Oh Who's Zach that? Wolford. Oh Zach Wolford. Zach yeah. Wolford. He's no. killing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But on Jamal Fogarty, the halves, like both the halves. So Jack Whiten had a had a another Jack Whiten game for the Raiders, just trying his absolute heart out and making. Three errors, but setting up two tries. Yeah, that's Dan says it all the time. He's got an error, big error in his game. He's, <laughs> he's, going, he's got one, but, but but you know what, man? He just he just overcomes it. He's that much more valuable. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You, you got to take the error. You just got to go. Okay, we're going the game plan. Uh, Jack's going to make three errors. Let's just move forward. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, not much else to say about this one. I don't think, boys. No. Um, a cash MVP three two ones. Um, you got uh, Fogarty three. Uh, all the blokes we probably talked about: Corey, Hurawa, and Ira. You got two, and this bloke can't can't not get points. Tarpanay, mate, <laughs> mate, he's getting to the point where he plays so good every week. It's hard to pick him if he doesn't play as good as he he has at his best. Do you know what I mean? Like he's still playing awesome. Well, that, that performance in the first couple of rounds of the Raiders would be going three points easily, but it's yeah, we're we're Treating him, Which treating him really, yeah. Did you see? Um, before you move on, uh, Clarky, mm-hmm. I've um, I didn't update our socials with our three two ones for the last three weeks, so I did it today. And yep. the status quo was achieved with uh, Cameron Munster maintaining his top spot. So that is fourteen weeks in a row he's been at the top. However, he shared it with Tarpanay for the last. Four weeks. So Cameron Munster, for, this is for the Akasha Cross Solon Story MVP leaderboard. Cameron Munster and Joseph Tarpanay are both on 25 points. Second place is Cherry Evans and Tormalolo on 17 points. <laughs> so there's an eight point gap. So basically, so what we're going to do next week, like I said, uh, I haven't said this actually, sorry, we're going to make our predictions for who's going to be the Akasha Cross Solon Story MVP. And it's basically between Munster, Tarpanay, or a draw. So, wait. So, if we're going behind closed doors, are we not going to give the three, two, ones at the end? I'll of the give games? them. No, we'll still give them. But, but I'll I'll do something special for round twenty five's um episode. But anyway, okay. Game five, the first place Penrith Panthers defeat the third place Cronulla Sutherland Sharks twenty to ten. The return of the Penrith's Origin Seven saw the soon-to-be minor premiers win their ninth game in a row, ending the Sharks' five-game win streak. Well, I thought this was a really good game. 
But Gildy, mm. you said the Panthers would win by twenty-five. What happened? Uh, did you think that? Did you think that? Uh, mate, I thought the Panthers played horribly. No, that, I thought I thought the shot. You know what I hated about this game, Gildy? Just to feed into why you don't like Fox Sports sometimes, Michael and the Sharks. The Sharks were fantastic at the start. It was ten nil to the Sharks, and Michael Ennis doesn't matter where, doesn't matter who, how well the Sharks were playing. He kept saying, "Oh, mate, Panthers." Mate, he goes, watch out. They're fit. Oh, mate, they're, they're an 80-minute team. Watch out for the Panthers. So, mate, the Sharks are winning. Like, yeah, you. in hindsight, he, yeah, in hindsight right. he was right. I get it. But, like, he was giving nothing to the Sharks. If I was a Sharks supporter, you know when I get the shits when they don't talk about the Bulldogs? And that happens a lot. You know? <laughs> like, for example, I don't know, when they call Matt Burton next Penrith Panther, not a Bulldog during Origin, that shit gets on my nerves. If I'm a Sharks supporter and they're not talking about my club when we're winning and we're over the premier team at the time, then uh, I'm going to get the shits. So, Dan, would you say that it's a bit like when Greg Alexander calls any any Panthers game, he just goes on about the Panthers all the time? He's don't get me st- I don't like I don't like thanks, it on nine. I don't Fox like it on Sports. Fox Sports. I don't like it on either. This 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 they they shouldn't have Phil Gould calling dogs games. They shouldn't have Greg Alexander calling Panthers games. They shouldn't yeah. have you shouldn't have players that have been at the club calling those games because they don't talk shit about them. They're just like, oh, mate, I've got the inside goss and back in my day and, oh, back in my day and, oh, this is what they're like and, fuck, they're good. They do nothing wrong. They're losing 50 nil. Ah, it's all right. It's not their fault. Ah, anyway. I don't, think, I, don't think the, I, I, I don't think the Panthers are playing great footy. They're beating teams who are coming third. The Sharks coming third, right? They're still mm-hmm. beating them convincingly. I just don't think the standard's as high as it has been. I'll tell you right now, if the Panthers came up against the, the Roosters this week, they would have got shocked. Smacked. I don't think it's going to seem. It's going to seem weird to say. I don't. I don't think they just play one level above whoever the opposition is. They're just. They're just. They're not blowing teams away. Last year they were blowing teams away. Last last year they were. It's just last year was a different game, but last year was that shitty six again rule that you know only six clubs were good at. The others were shit. So, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I think the Panthers, it is absolutely their title to win. Like, they need to, they, I'll be gobsmacked if they don't go back to back this year. But I just, I think that, I think they're just coasting. And then I think once it gets to the finals, they're just going to fucking flick a switch. They've got to show me something because with the way they're currently playing the last couple of weeks, I just, and I know there's been an origin period, and mate, they, I, I just don't think I don't think they're going to win the grand final. I think they'll be there. I think they'll be the minor premiers by a mile. And when it gets to the the big bickies at the end of the year, one of the old, one of the old foes like Souths, like the Roosters, or like Melbourne, will just beat them in the grand final. They're not playing well. They're not playing well. No, they're not. Call. They aren't. But I think they'll I think they'll flick a switch. I'm with Clarkie. Gildy. I'm with Clarky on that one. Gildy. Dalfinukin yep. has been charged with a grade three dangerous contact for his massive shot on Stephen Crichton, which knocked him out and caused him to split his ear like a Vander Holyfield. It was a it was a head clash, right? Mate, that's what I thought. Mate, it's a head clash. Mate, it's a head clash. this one is fucking bad, like disgusting. That they've charged him with a grade three dangerous contact. Well, well, and they've done it because they've, it doesn't matter if it's a head clash; it's still dangerous contact. The way he came out of the line—that's that's bullshit. That is absolutely fucking bullshit. 
So head clashes are now dangerous contact or is it just if you go hard? My oh, look, yeah, good question. I don't know, but but look, I don't think I don't think it was. I thought it was a great shot, and it just happened to be a head clash. But on a player I don't really like. But um, <laughs> I, look, I thought he at the moment they'd give it a penalty. You can't, I, yeah, no, man. no, because I th- mate, I because when when I was watching it, Fox were like, oh, I think there's a shoulder in there, and I thought there was a shoulder in there as well. I thought some part of the shoulder might have hit his head. He's dead set. He, he he swung his arm like he's trying to take his head off. So the rea- yeah, you know what? A- for the reaction to be a penalty, I'll, I'll I'll live with it. It's not a penalty in hindsight, but like you know, I would have come out of line. I wouldn't have blown up if yeah, same if it was a penalty. But now they've given him a, the, the fucking match review committee ch- charged him with a grade three dangerous contact, and he's played he's pleading not guilty by the way. He's fighting it. Of course he is, and he'll Which, get off. How 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 so is he going to get off? How is he not going to get off? If he gets, if he's guilty, I'll fucking lose my mind. Lose it. Imagine if you did it's that all, in rugby. Well, here's a question. Devil's advocate. Mate, he does hit him in the head. It's his head. He, hits his head. he flies out of the line and hits him in the head. This is actually weird coming from you, Guilty. No, I know, but what I'm saying is the, 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 the charge is dangerous contact. But then he, everyone, he, every head clash though, will have to be a... Will have to be a penalty. Yeah, but and... the thing is, the difference between the difference between what Dale Finucane did in a normal head clash is what normally happens is the defensive line sets and on a step as the attacking player runs into the line, heads collide or people come around the side and heads collide that way. Dale Finucane flies out of the line, which don't get me wrong, I love, but it's still it's it's it, I, there's got to be again weird coming from me, but there's got to be some care. You can't go head first into a bloke. You can't it run didn't. head first into a bloke. He hasn't gone he head first. Come on, oh, Nick. Mate, this, what are you? Are you role reversing yourself, Nick? Nah, I just think I think the charge is dangerous contact. I don't think it's worth. How many weeks did he get? Well, it's three. It's three if you fight it, which he's fighting it. So it's going to be three if he loses. It shouldn't be three. I think. I think he should get a week. You can't get a week anymore. A week's a fine. Oh, a week's early guilty if you go early. So, you, yeah, it's right. A week is a fine. So, so should he, be fine. if he went early guilty now, would he get a week off or not? No, if he went early guilty, it'd be two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mate, see, that's all, that's that's the stupid thing the NRL have done when they fucked around with the rules with regards <laughs> to origin. and I'm serious. With regards to, you know, oh, well, something – we want the best players playing still, so we're going to give let, let these things go and these things – do you know what I mean? Like, anyway. Uh, don't get me started. But either way, yeah. I, I really don't like this one. And I thought, Nick, you were going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, Dan. Mate, fuck yeah, Clarky. Definite head clash. Definite head clash. But it's 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 not like – it's not like uh, Crichton ran headfirst into him. Like, he sort of caught the ball and this bloke's come out of like a bullet a gate, which is awesome. I love the contact. Don't get me wrong, but – it's, there's a head clash. So what are you meant to do? Why why should Crichton be penalised? Like he should. It, 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 sorry, did both players go off. No. Did Crichton go off? Yeah, Crichton went yeah. off. <laughs> oh mate. So what? Crichton went off. He was he was he nah, was like knocked out cold. You got to have some. If you're gonna fly out of the line, you got to have some care. You can't. Ah, uh, come on, Nick. Yeah. I don't know what what pills you're you on. Nah. Are you taking the piss? Nah, yeah, I'm serious. Nah, I'm serious. I'm nah, actually so shocked. Clarky, are you as shocked as I am? You're taking I think he's taking the fucking piss. Nah, there's a penalty. There's gotta be there's gotta be a penalty. You're fucking kidding. Did. No, no, no. You're actually kidding, eh? Nah, I'm not. I'm not. 
Oh my god! I was actually gobsmacked that they like, like I just said, for the reaction for how he came out of the line. I can see why the referee went, "Oh shit, maybe he swung and you know penalty, you know stop the game." He did He missed him. He almost took his head off. Ah, oh, come on, penalized. Nick! Don't don't get you don't, don't get, get penalised for attempted head high. I know, I know you don't, but he hit him in the head <laughs> with his head. <laughs> come on, Nick! You're crazy. You're crazy, Nick. Um. Anyway, a Casher MVP three two ones, Nick. I don't even think I want Super. to even give I've shocked you. I've shocked you both. I it's this was really hard to find three two ones. Um. So. Toto ran for, was it 250 metres? Yep. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Toto gets three. Sorensen, when he comes on, mate, he's super, profe- super professional. Uh, would be starting as a back rower in any other team, mate. He gets two. And I think Edwards also ran for 250, 300 metres. Uh, the only reason he was a little further down, he had an error or two in the game. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, he had a big error. I think he dropped one of the balls that went to their first or second try. Someone put out a big bomb, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. He let it, let it bounce. Game six, the sixth place South Sydney Rabbitohs defeat the fifth place Melbourne Storm 24-12. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> glory, glory to South Sydney. The Cardinal, and, the Cardinal and Myrtle bag their fourth win in a row to make Melbourne look very un-Melbourne-like after they recorded their fourth loss in a row. Oh, Clarky, that was so cringe. All that. <laughs> oh, glory, glory, and un Melbourne like. Myrtle, Myrtle. Uh, when you say Myrtle, I'm like, uh. <laughs> like when he said glory, glory, Nick, I was just like, oh, why is he hosting? Who's his host? Uh, mate, I, I thought this, I thought this was a really good game. Obviously, I might be a little bit biased. How did you guys find it? Yeah, um, man, it was a good game. Yeah, it was. Okay. It mate, Nick, last week I said something. Um, about a stat with uh, these two clubs. I need to clarify what I said. Yeah, so in Melbourne. They've lost 17 in a row. Yeah, like like you said, in Melbourne. But yeah. they hadn't beaten Melbourne in general since 2018. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was something like eight games or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it was eight. But that's yeah. why I went in with with no confidence. But, mate, the for me, the back row... Keon Kilmatungi, Jai Arrow, Cameron Murray. That was insane. Those three were enormous. Like, yeah. Obviously, Kilmatungi opens up the opens up the game with a very easy try, but those two or well, those three really didn't stop all game. Mate, they've got they've got another back rower playing in the centers. They've got that Jed Cartwright, who's Mate, in form as well. Yeah, he was he's mad. another back rower out there. He's he's been playing enormous, yeah. but does not look out of place in the centers. Mate, not not he doesn't look out of place. Honestly, he would be a great pickup if you if you like. He wants to start obviously in the back row somewhere. He he's a first grader, a starting first grader, Jed Cut, right? Yeah, mate, uh, Gildy. I think you said it last week about Saliva Havili. So obviously, we're, we're using him at hooker every now and again when Cookie needs a rest or whatever. Mate, mate he's this week. He's been a hooker, kind of uh, lock. For most of his time at um, Canberra and for Tonga, yes, Tonga, yeah. But mate, this year at South, when we signed him, I'm like, what are we signing him for? But him coming off the bench, just playing as a prop middle forward, he has been enormous. He's dangerous, man. 
He's always been a dangerous yeah. player, in my opinion. Like, he's just an unsung sort of hero over, in that way. Quick, quick over 20. Mm. You know what I mean? Quick for a big boy. He's low to the ground, so he's a different body shape. So when That's... you're used to tackling certain, like, all your props are massive. So then all of a sudden, this this little pocket refrigerator comes on, and you go, oh, I've got to go down a bit lower for this bloke. That, but that's what it is, isn't it? It's his shortness that just throws the defense off. Not just that. When you're shorter, there's less space to tackle. You got to think, yeah. you know, between your between you know your hips and you know your armpits is where you're looking to tackle a bloke, and you have got to go even lower for him. And then not only that, his hips and his armpits are the same breadth as they are width. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mate. Havili and Tom Burgess, he's, his last two months of footy, most of them have been coming off the bench. He's been enormous as well. They both played for, they both played under under fifty minutes. Yeah, but the number the numbers the two like Havili one hundred and sixty five meters, Tom Burgess one hundred and forty five meters. Like those kinds of numbers coming off the bench. Starting meters, they're starting meters. Yeah, man, who who are the other two bench players you got? We're in with Davey Mowali, who he only played 20-odd minutes. Yeah. And Cody Nicarima. Yeah, mate, look, honestly, I don't think you need Cody Nicarima. Didn't he get sent off at one? Oh, I was right at the end. Mate, look, since Latrell's been there, and i got one mate, I'll bring him up every week, who just crucifies me on Latrell. Mate, Latrell just is the difference maker in that club. He Every player rises, every every single one. But Cody, Cody is the is the main one. Cody's horrible when he's not there. When he's there, Cody's Cody. When he's not there, Cody's putrid. Yeah, man. It's I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. But I felt the trail touched the ball, what maybe a dozen times, and mm, I think it was less than that. Every <laughs> every touch just led to something. Yeah. Do, do you know on top of that, Clarkie? With the thing with Latrell is like you've got Tedesco, you know, running for 300 meters, and you've got different fullbacks who do different things. The thing is, when Latrell's standing on the left, you've got to have three blokes over there covering him. Whereas, and that opens up space for other players to do things. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the kind of player that Latrell is. Yeah. And, and a little bit, a little bit like Jared Hayne was back then. He, he when he does touch it, he's just turning everything to gold. They're effective he touches. Effective touches. Exactly. They're effective touches. Like I criticized Tedesco a couple of weeks ago, just just getting in the way too much. He didn't this week, but Latrell's are effective. And how confident he's smiling. How confident is he? Mm. Yeah. Man, I think that was highlighted um, Latrell during the Bulldogs game the week before. I think I can't remember which passage a player was, but it was a bit of a break. When he was, was it when he was yelling at, Burton before it even got to the line no, and ran at him. No, no, no. There was a bit of there was a bit of a break in play. Um, Latrell's got the ball and three bulldogs have moved in on him and he's just shifted it and we've scored off it. But it's like if if anyone else gets that ball, we don't score the try because the three players don't come in on him because you have to come in on him. That's, oh, mate, it's you, just the effect that he has. This is the other thing, right? Well, watch when before they run out onto the um before they run out onto the ground, they're in the uh, sheds, and you look at him standing around all the other players, and there's a few forwards and so forth, and he doesn't look any bigger than anyone else, right? Mm. And he gets out there, and he he's a giant. Mate, Do you know what I mean, Clarky? You got I got one point to make about Latrell Mitchell. It's a yeah. 
It's a it's gift a and a curse. Dance? It's a gift and a curse. You ready? Okay, go. You need Latrell Mitchell because Gildy made a point, I reckon, a month and a half ago that once he comes back, he, he uh, maybe even a month ago during the origin period, Gildy said that the Souths, that Souths will make this run in the finals and that will all come on the back of Latrell Mitchell. And he's correct. They've won six of seven, right? And that's mm. with him back. They've won all the games with him back, by the way, which is four in a row. Um, they need him to avoid a Joey Manu type of incident like last year where he knocks, where he knocks Joey for 10 and the next week. And then he's unavailable when it matters because just to open up an old wound, Clarky, if he was playing in that grand final, they're probably winning. He, he right now is showing how vital he is to the South's premiership chances. I've got a point on that. Okay, so I know last year, even uh, even though that happened with the head high, and he got you know he got all those weeks off, right? Which is terrible. He took a bloke's head off, right? But yeah. mate, he is fitter. He was playing great then, but he's fitter now. Yeah, we went he to America on a fifty thousand dollar trip. Fitter, he's happier. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, I think barring injury, mate, they're my they're my they're not even a dark horse. Like if you if you're watching games and you're not thinking South are a massive chance this year. Well, you know when I said Penrith aren't playing well, Souths are playing good. Mate, did you see on um Rugby League Guru? Did you see on his um uh on his page someone in the comment section seven weeks ago said <laughs> this is Did you see this, Clarky? Yeah. Uh they said seven weeks ago that Andrew Demetrio's shit. Uh he needs to uh, check himself, sack himself, whatever. Like he's shit, right? And Latrell Mitchell sees it, comments on it, and says, I can't wait to look back at this comment in a couple of weeks. And ever, ever since that comment, <laughs> they've won six of seven. Who'd they lose against? Um, Dragons. Clarky? Dragons. Pumped. Pumped. Did, did, did Latrell right. play that game, though? No. 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 They've won every game since he's been back, which is the last four, if I'm not mistaken, Clarky. Yeah, Sorry. Some like that. Some like that. But anyway, mate, on the on the storm boys, they've um, you know, Clarky's used the very cringy term which Channel Nine loves to use, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. The un Melbourne, they're very un Melbourne like, and I hate here's, it. Here's a question though. Hey, mm-hmm. Look, and I know we talk about different teams having injuries and that, but is this the most um, key injuries? That you've seen out look right. They've got obviously Christian Welch isn't there, yeah. mate. He's a, he's a, he's a starter for the Queensland Origin team, right? He's not there, so they're using Nelson. He's not a bad bad replacement, but he normally comes off the bench. Obviously, um, Brandon Pappenhausen Smith. isn't there, and also um, uh, Brandon Smith is not there. And then on top of that, the role players have got injured this year for them. Like who's uh, who's the center? That might be coming back at the end of the year. Well, mate, they've Remus, been... Remus Smith. Remus Smith. Remus Smith was playing great last year. Remus Smith's not there. Uh, Georgie Jennings, even though he's not at the at the level of some other players, he was playing good for the Storm. He fit their style. Mm. He's not there. All these role players. Were Xavier Coates. There. Yeah, Xavier Coates, another one. And then they've got to work out. Like, there's a lot of players that haven't played a lot of first grade with that team. Like Wishard, good player, but he's he's learning. He's, Meany, good player, but he's just learning how to play with mm-hmm. that team. 
Oh, Mate, I've I... got a funny feeling they're still going to be strong at the end. They're going to come back. All their play, well, all their players, except for Pappenhausen and Welch, are going to be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they'll give it a shake as well. I, I, I'll never write the storm off, no matter what. But, mate, that is a lot of plays out. However, what they're doing now, which, you know, the media are jumping on it because they don't really go negative on the storm unless they're cheating the salary cap in 2010. But um, they're saying that they look desperate. And the reason why they're looking desperate is because apparently they've asked for the services of multiple players, those being Reese Walsh, Josh Adokar, Adam Dewey, Dane Laurie, and Jaden Campbell. They're asking for one or two of them. Now, I thought the cutoff date uh, reverted back to the June 30 deadline. However, I'm obviously wrong about that. It's August 1, which is a COVID deadline. So maybe they'll change it next year. But anyway, they're after one of those players. Now, Josh Adokar's not going. Um, Dane Laurie was apparently going to go until he had this mad game against the Cowboys. So apparently that's off the table now. Um, but yeah, Reese Walsh could go. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. So Reese Walsh, I doubt, I doubt they let him go, right? Because they're, 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 he's, he's, he's getting punished right now for something. That's what it seems like to me. Right or wrong? He's, he's getting, off getting, the bench. He's getting, he's getting punished he's because, he's, because he's leaving the club two years yeah. earlier in well, his contract. Well, they're not going to let him go and play for someone else, right? No. No, okay. Mate, Dane Laurie's a funny one, right? Or Jaden Campbell's a funny one because those two players are really good players. Mm-hmm. Their teams aren't going great. Mate, you might think about saying, hey, you want to go there and get some experience with this gun side. I was thinking the same thing. You're coming Adam, back. Adam Dewey's another one they want. You can't have Dewey. Fuck. Why? Like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a funny thing, isn't it? Like I'm talking about the guys. Like, okay, Dane Laurie's different because Dane Laurie is the starting fullback for the Tigers, right? But Jaden Campbell's coming off the bench right now, and they're using someone else. But why can't they Do have you know Dewey? I mean? like, you just said they I can't know, have yeah, Dewey. You're right. You're right. You're right. But the letter of the law, they can. They can have anyone they want. Which, but it just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I was talking to. Um, I was talking. I think to... you look at. I think you look at the long game. If I was a Tigers fan. Yeah. Just let him have a bit of experience with the storm. Yeah. Mate, with uh, Dane Laurie, mate, they're building a little bit of something there. I don't think you let Dane Laurie go because at the Tigers, you're building something. Mm. At the Gold Coast, you're not building nothing. Jaden Campbell's not even getting a go. So let him go. I Give would, him that experience. If it was a Titan, do you make a good point? Because, you know, the Titans are right now, I think they're looking a little bit worse for wear than the Tigers. They're off the, the worst team in the comp. Yeah. Is that, would you agree? Yeah, I yeah. would. I reckon they're worse than the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gildy, you cash your MVP three, two, ones. Three, two, ones. I've got Dan's pastor up again. Um, <laughs> mate, Kate, yeah, Keon Kilimatangi, mate, that um, that uh, Troy scored in the um, down on the right side where he didn't even get touched. Uh, fantastic Troy. He gets three. Joy Arrow, I think he ran for 170, 180 metres. Yeah, I think they both did. <clears throat> Joy Arrow is funny. Sometimes he, he he runs for 80 in a game regularly. And then every now and he explodes. Hmm. But I think Origin might have been good for him. He went he honest. went look he went looking for the ball more on the weekend. Took more of a leadership yeah. role, I think. Did you remember the year he played prop for Queensland and he killed it? When we signed him, he was he was playing prop at the Titans. Yeah. Mate, um, yeah, he's playing great. And um, Alex Johnson, man, what about the tries this bloke's scoring? 
Game seven, the 12th place Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs defeat the 15th place Gold Coast Titans 36 to 26. The Titans recorded their eighth loss in a row after a pretty dominant performance from Daniel's Bulldogs. Daniel, take it away, son. Thank you, Ryan. Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, I love that intro. I didn't cringe then. Um, yeah, mate, the, look, for, for most of the game, they were the most dominant. They were the dominant side. Uh, they had a bit of a buckling um, period there where they allowed the Titans to score a couple tries. Mate, the Titans scored four of their five tries off kicks, um, I, I know, albeit that we scored a couple um, intercept tries. Josh Adokar, 100-meter tries. He ended up getting 317 meters, um, you know, two of them being 200 meters from the tries that he intercepted. But, yeah, the, the dogs were always in control, I thought. Um, best part of the game was uh, Tino getting booed every time he touched the ball, and it was relentless for the 80 minutes from the crowd, which, which by the way, very offensive, should be investigated. And TPJ coming on in the 30th minute and going for his first hit up and targeting Tino. I love that. I love that rivalry you know there's not why not he, enough of that anymore coming, why is he coming on after Thursday's oh yeah that yeah this like What's doing mate mate they got to start him and then end with him i think you yeah. don't impact play tpj um that's how i think they should play him um he's 38. Got, you know what he's a he's, he's got a little motor for such a big unit he doesn't mm. he doesn't you know, he just doesn't last out there mm. but yeah other than that man um Josh had a car. There's, there's not much to say about this game. Uh, the Titans are woeful. Uh, like I said, the, I was never really worried. At a point, I did get a little bit worried because they got these shit tries. And that's all you need to kind of get, get a bit of momentum in rugby league. Just a couple of tries just to get the confidence back. And the Titans got it momentarily. Uh, and then, you know, we ended up winning. But yeah, the, the score should have been, the score line shouldn't have been that close. 36-26 is too close. But yeah, Josh had a car, uh, broke the record. For fastest speed in the game, uh, he clocked thirty-eight point seven kilometers per hour on his um, second intercept try, uh, which beats Jason Saab's thirty-seven point four kilometer per hour record for the year. Uh, Corey Waddell, what is it? I'd love to see him race. It'd be I'd, I'd love, love to see Wouldn't you love to see the best ten players? Yeah. Race, I'd love to see it. Hundred meters. Played first grade, not not when some clubs just go, yeah, let's bring on old this bloke. He's played fucking a couple of reserve grade games. You know? What do you reckon? What do you reckon, Clark? First grader. Yeah, hundred percent. It'd be mad. Everyone, eh? wants, everyone wants to see it. Yeah, who who doesn't want to see it? Brady English. <laughs> the, 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 the CEOs from the clubs. Oh, because I would like do a hamstring and a TC later. Yeah. Who do you reckon will win? Just out of curiosity, Josh had a car. I said we spoke about this last year. Josh had a car. I don't. I don't care what the numbers say. Well, the numbers prove, prove me right, but it's the fox every day. Yeah, yeah I think the fox. How yeah, does Philip Semi catch him? Mate, you look. You, you go a little, that little bit slower with the ball in your hand, but still, Philip Sammy was that was a, a very impressive tackle last year. Was it? Uh, two years ago, maybe. Okay, yeah. look. Um, Mate, I've got a question. What's going on? All right, the Fox runs for 300 metres, scores two wonderful, wonderful intercept tries. What's going on with the bullshit about he's got a sore bum? 
from last week. That was oh, weird. It's going to be four weeks. That yeah, was weird. Come on, man. Nothing wrong know. with him. I don't know. Absolutely nothing wrong with him. I, I, don't, I don't know. Can't answer that, unfortunately. <laughs> it's the media, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But Billy, I would have, th- I would have thought I knew what your answer was going to be, but I don't after your last buddy, Dalfinukan disaster. Um, Corey Waddell. Eye yep. gouge, no eye gouge. Um, mate, it wasn't an eye gouge. I don't care what Tino says. I like Tino as well. Yeah, he did have his hand up there on his head, but I mate, guess by the letter of the war, it's a you know, dangerous contact. <laughs> <laughs> mate, boys, he's been referred directly to the judiciary for that. That's bullshit. It wasn't an eye, it wasn't an eye gouge. It's not, it's an, not eye an eye gouge. gouge. No, no one thinks it's an eye gouge. Nah, nah, nah. I think it's crazy. Tino but got his what, Tino got his penalty. Happens. I think I think you're in the heat of battle, and you're pissed off because you're being booed, and you're losing. And then Corey Waddell, who man, you know, I've have never really rated Corey Waddell, but man, he's really I I, I don't mind him. I well, think he had he's a actually sh- pretty he good. He had a pretty player. shit game against the Titans, but he's been good this yeah, year. But, he's been but, better this over year. Over the course of the year, I think he's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Look, mate, when that happens, you just go ah. Fuck it, yeah, he gouged me. Yeah, you want to get a penalty. You want to get a penalty for your team. Yeah. So he got yeah. he got the penalty. It wasn't just report. He got the penalty. Yeah, yeah, he got the penalty. Yeah, yeah okay. The only other thing I don't really want to speak about this too much because again, it was a whatever game. If you're a neutral, uh, Kevin Proctor, boys. <laughs> This is, this, this this happened... is weird as well. Yeah, no, it is. No, it's not weird. I can tell you exactly what's going on. Wait, Nick. So wait, don't jump the gun, Nick. Yeah. Go, go, go. Go. Um, This afternoon, it happened. So, for those that haven't seen, Kevin Proctor has sensationally been sacked by the Gold Coast Titans for vaping at halftime during the Bulldogs-Titans match. So, what he did was uh, Kevin Proctor, the former Gold Coast captain, posted on his Instagram story of him smoking a vape whilst in the cubicle of Combank's sheds, and the caption said, not the halftime vape, quote, unquote. Now, he's been sacked because he's an idiot because there's a few reasons. Firstly, um, uh, you can't have your phone on you during a game because you've got inside knowledge. So that's one. Second, (laughs) which is not that bad, but still doesn't matter. Uh, you're not allowed to vape at Combank Stadium. <laughs> so there's another oh, one. The rule. And he the third the thing rule. is the Titans were probably looking for any reason to get rid of him early. That's, now they've that's, got it. That's the big one. Let's be honest. That's the big one. He came across as uh, almost really over-the-hill Melbourne player. He gave him a couple of good years at the Gold Coast. He's definitely not a first grader anymore. Man, he can't. There's no way you could put him as a starter over who couple, they've currently got. A couple of good years is generous. But, yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. Mate, you're in a shit team. He played all right. Like, he was there last year, and they made the eight last year. Mm-hmm. Um, look, mate, they want, his, they want his salary. That's just another – mate, and you know what? What a fucking idiot, honestly. Seriously. Yeah. Give him the excuse to do it. No yeah. one's going to pick him up. He's off to England. See you, Kevin. No, I, yeah. think he's already, I think he's already signed, hasn't he? Every no, not yet. Not yet. No, okay. Just before, just before we move on, I just – so, was he doing a poo? I don't know. Well – that's, I'm assuming that's what he's doing in the cubicle. I don't Probably. think we've ever had that on this, on this show. <laughs> was, he doing a poo? was he doing a poo? I don't know, Clarky. 
Oh my god. What is happening to this podcast? Uh, on that note, Gilly, catch your MVP three, two, one. Mate, uh, Ado Car, he, 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 that was a ten out of ten from Ado Car. Uh, three points. Burton, mate, I've, I've, I said last year that he should be playing centre for Origin. This year, I'm telling you, next year he, he should be playing five eight for the Blues if they're serious. And um, Jeremy Marshall King, mate, he is awesome, man. He's a massive, he's a massive signing for the Gold Coast, for the hey, sorry, for the for the Dolphins. I'm with you. He's he's good, and he's going to be good for them. He's improved a lot. Oh, boys, rapid fire tips for round twenty, starting with Daniel Dasone. Manly, well, what do we got? Yeah, Manly Roosters at Manly. Roosters. Yeah, you've got to go Roosters. Thirteen plus. Yeah, yeah Roosters. Warriors Storm in Auckland. I would love to see the Warriors winning in Auckland, but it's going to be the Storm to bounce back. Surely. They can't lose five in a row. Surely, surely. Gilby? Yeah, Storm. Oh, yeah. Very good. Para Panthers at Para. Panthers. Easy. Para. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to this game, but yeah, Panthers. Um, Titans Raiders. Up in Gold Coast. Raiders. 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 Sharks, Rabbits at Shark Park. That's going to be a crazy game. And I'm picking mm. the Rabbitohs. I'm going Rabbitohs. Yeah, same. Bronx Tigers in Brisbane. Broncos. Broncos, but close. Broncos. Oi, you're an idiot, Gildy. No, I'm Knights, <laughs> <laughs> Dogs in Newcastle. Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm going on the dogs. Yeah, this will be a close one too. Yeah, you have to, I think. And Dragons, Cowboys at Cogra. Cowboys, and it will be a close one. Yeah, Cowboys. If I've gone through all our picks, man. I'm, I've picked a lot of away games, and that normally spells doom for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll go Cowboys as well. All right, Daniel, take over the around the grounds. I th- I was wondering if you're going to let me do that, but it's your favourite segment, Clarky. But you're here for it today. It's good. It's not going to be long, and you're going to actually be able to participate too. Okay. Anyway, uh, we'll start with Super League. Uh, Just the ladder very quickly. After 20 rounds, now they've got 27 rounds in the Super League. Uh, So seven games to go, obviously, with that maths. But after round 20, here are the standings in the Super League. First place, St. Helens on 34 points. Second place, Wigan Warriors on 28 points. Third place, the Catalans Dragons on 26 points. Fourth place, the Huddersfield Giants on 25 points. Fifth place, the Castleford Tigers on 22 points. And in sixth place, we have the Southford Red Devils on 18 points. Don't forget, top six. That's what they do. Bottom six. In seventh place, Hull Kingston Rovers on 18. Eighth place, Hull FC on 18. Ninth, Leeds Rhinos on 17. 10th, Warrington Wolves on 14. 11th, uh, Toulouse Olympic on 10. And on 12th, and in the regulation spot, uh, Wakefield Trinity on 10 points. Moving over to the Rugby League World Cup, the road to the Rugby League World Cup, boys. Had a few key players make their allegiance calls to their nations for this tournament at the end of the year. So let's go. 
We'll start with Brian Toto. We've already, well, we obviously know that he's playing for Samoa, but he's responded to the criticism that he's received since pledging his allegiance to them. And I quote, this is what he says. Some people might think of Australia with the money and stuff like that, but for me, it's not about money. It's about culture and legacy. That's something I've really wanted to play for. I want to play with my heart. I just hope everyone can understand that. And I just want to apologize to everyone if I've hurt their feelings, unquote. Well, boys, you know he my opinion. Hurt my feelings, Dan. Yeah. I think it's great. Uh, play for Tonga. You just can't play Origin. Sorry, mate. Samoa, you mean? What's that? Samoa, sorry. <laughs> um, actually, it, I think I, I like it. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice, genuine statement. I, I like it. It's hard to dislike Brian Tyler. Yeah, he's great. He'd be great at Samoa. Super. But you can't play for New South Wales. Is that what New you're South saying? We can't play yeah. at Origin. You can't play for Queensland yeah. either. Oh, yeah. well, I disagree with you. But anyway, um, yeah, I think Samoa are starting to build a contingent. Obviously, other players haven't announced it publicly, but when they do, I will be there to announce it for them. Moving over to Lebanon. Now, Alex Twile has been ruled out for the remainder of 2022. So he that's due to his severe concussion uh, that he got during the Bulldogs game when Matt Burton pushed him off. Remember that, boys? That was so, severe, though. Yeah, it was bad. It was pretty bad. So yeah. he's out. He's not even playing for Lebanon. So he's he's just, yeah, he can't Shame. do it. But uh, Robbie Farah is going to be the assistant coach under Michael Sheikah, who, as we all know, is the ex-Wallabies and current Australian, uh, Australian Argentinian Jaguars coach in rugby union. So I think that's pretty cool. Lebanon are going to be decent, I think. Hey, we'll be playing for them by the end of the tournament. What is it? Robbie will <laughs> be playing for them by the end oh, of the Here tournament. we go. Stop throwing shade on my Rugby League World Cup and me yeah. liking it. Anyway, uh, Lachlan Coote, he will be playing for Scotland again. And apparently he's trying to convince a few players to join him. So here they are. Wade Egan from the Warriors. Nico Hines from the Sharks. Uh, oh. Ewan Aitken, he's trying to get back. Ewan Aitken's already played for Scotland. Uh, yeah. Campbell Graham from the Rabbitohs. And the recently sacked Kevin Proctor from the you or used to be from the Gold Coast Titans. I thought he was a New Zealander. He is. Proctor's played for New Zealand. So that's a two one nation. Yeah, but you can play for a tier two, just like Toto could play for Australia, Scotland. but he can also play for Samoa because they're tier two. Scotland Same tier deal. Two? Yes. Samoa's tier two. I think Scott, Scotland would be tier four, wouldn't they? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Scotland um, you know is who, here too. You know who else? He, Kane, Lin, Kane Lynette. Remember? Yeah, from the, yeah, um, from yeah, the he's um, yeah, he's a Scot. He's a Scot. Yes, he is. Yes, he'll mm. be playing as well. Yeah. Um, big news for Tonga boys. Felice Kafusi has publicly pledged his allegiance to his heritage nation, Tonga. So he's effectively turned his back on Australia. What do we think of this one, boys? Mate. It's awesome. He's playing for Tonga. That's great. Guess what? Can't play for Queensland. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, and you know what? You know what, man? Don't don't really care. I think it's great. He's playing for Tonga. End of story. I don't yeah. want him playing for Australia anyway. He's a grub. He's a good grub. Ask Guilty. Mm. I think he's a gun player. I, I honestly do. I think that if he'd 
he was available for Australia, he'd be probably the first second round pick, but he's playing for Tonga. Good luck to him. Yeah, all power to him. But uh, Satili Tupanua, uh, it's confirmed he's out with an ACL injury, so he cannot uh, represent Tonga at the World Cup in the UK. Uh, as can, uh, what's it called? Sione Katoa cannot either. So we didn't talk about him last week, boys. He tore his peck and he's out for the season too. Is that when he scored the try? Yeah, it was during a try. Yeah. Tore his peck. Was, so. With Tupanua, uh, uh, Satili Tupanua not playing, mate, I watched the Tongan game in the in the um, the, the rep round. Mm. And mate, it, it's not a big drama because I've got Ola Kawadu. Yeah, yeah. He got 20 minutes in that game because... Tupanua was playing, so one for one, it's not going to make a difference for them. Which is good for them. Nice to have both of them. Mm. What's that? Which is good for them. Good for Tonga. They got yeah. depth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on to the Australian Kangaroos now. Tom Draboyevich, we spoke about. Uh, they reckon he's going to be back for Manly for the finals. Uh, that's uh, the second alleged... week of the finals. Yeah. So, mate, look, well, they won't be there. They're not there. Uh, he's apparently going to be right for Australia. And he's come out and said, I want to play for Australia. And Des Hasler said, yeah, like who doesn't? So he's yep. given the blessing. And mate, he makes the team. Of course 100%. he does. Of course he does. Mate, we've said it before. If Latrell Mitchell and or Turbo are free for the Blues, not injured, uh, they're winning. So, um, Still on the Kangaroos. Freddie Fitler and Billy Slater have pulled out as selectors. They said it's a conflict of interest. 100%. We've all we've all agreed with that, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, DCE and Nathan Cleary are both going to be picked in the squad. They think DCE has the leg over Cleary at the moment, and I can't find a way to argue that. I agree, hundred percent, man. Mm. He showed in Origin. He Mate. showed in Origin the way you pick an Australian side. Yep. <laughs> And <laughs> here we go, the, the trial. And um, Appy Coruscant has turned his back on Fiji and he wants to play for Australia. However, if he doesn't make Australia, obviously he'll be picked for Fiji. But he's come out and gone the other way to some uh, to Brian Toto and Felice Cafusi and the like. So How many in the squad? I think it's 24, but can, it's, it's between 22 and 25. But my, hey, when you got no. Harry Grant and Ben Hunt already there, and Cookie, mm. oh mate, I don't think Cookie's gonna make it. <laughs> he makes He'll the make squad. it. Squad. He'll make the squad. I surely. I don't know, man. Oh, he go away. Hey, he, mm. he got he got he got relegated this year to the bench. Go away. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hey, fishing reels. Anyway. <laughs> On to the final segment, the Sideline Story Bunker Review, presented by our sponsor, the Rusty Penny Brewing Company. We'll start with the Instagram fan poll results from last week. Now, Gildy, I don't know whether you like this one or not. Will Brad Arthur be the Eels coach in 2023? 53% said no. It's not, it's not, it's not overbearing, is it? No. 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 They're actually in favour of him not being there. So I'm in favour of him not being there as well. Wild. <laughs> I like this one. What would you have done with the, the game ball that was kicked on the road during the Roosters Dragons game on the Central Coast? 74% said they would have driven off with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I said I would have driven off with it. You say you would have? I would have, yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. The game ball. <laughs> 
You know what? I wouldn't have even got out of the car. Let's get driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair call as well, actually. <laughs> uh, um, Joey Manu's injury try against the Dragons. 53% dislike it. It's not enough. Uh, not enough. I thought it was a bit of a dog act. Mate, do you, was he injured? He was out this week. Was it because of that injury? <laughs> he might have actually been <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, fucking, he plays for the Roosters. Um, which jersey is the worst? Forty-six percent have said the New Zealand well, the New Zealand Wellington Paddington Bear strip. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's Humphrey Bear. My bad. It's Humphrey Bear. Thirty-nine percent said the Manly camo, and fifteen percent said Manly's twenty twenty-two men in league jersey from last week. Mm. Something um something bad about these jerseys uh for Manly Clarky something that well yeah up that's good good segues so, so Manly have dropped a pride in rugby league jersey with with the white stripes of the outfit to be replaced by a rainbow color instead of the usual white now this has emerged through the Daily Telegraph that up to seven players from the club may refuse to wear it and will sit out the game against the Roosters on the Mate, weekend. What what is going on at Manly? What do you what, mean? What what and what mate, what do you mean you refuse to wear the jersey? This is the jersey. Whack it on. You're going out. Why are they refusing to wear it? Because of the because of the rainbow. Because it's uh, it's indicative what, because of what it, because of what it represents. Yep. That's why. Inclusivity. Yeah. Because it represents inclusivity, we're going to not wear the jersey. Mm. Oh, mate, mate, they should be fined. Who's ever telling them they're not going to wear it? You know what you do? If, like, look, I'm with you. By the way, I'm with you, guilty. But uh, to these seven players, it opens a can of worms because the basis of them not wanting to wear the jersey and wanting to sit out and go against their contractual obligations is based on their religious beliefs, according to this report. Yeah, according to the report. Mate, all it is, it's, it is homophobia being disguised by religion. That's all it fucking is. It's all an absolute fucking crock of shit. And on Gildy's, on Gildy's point as well, they should be, they should be fined. And mate, I think it's an absolute disgrace. Furthermore... Penrith go out and play with with colourful stripes on their shirt every weekend. <laughs> Mate, I'll bring up this one point before we move on. Um, the the comment section for this for this um, issue uh, that's been brought up now as a, as as a result of these seven players not wanting to play is the fact that politics is being mixed with sport. Now that's always been a thing, in my opinion. Politics is sport. Uh, particularly professional sport, but they're saying political issues I like see how that's a political issue. It's a social issue. Or so or social issues. Let's say that. Is is does that have a place in sport? I believe it does. Because sport has the drive to change or, you know, uh reinforce positively on, you know. Okay, here's a, here's a question. Here's a question, Dan. Yeah. Um Obviously, uh, there aren't. Well, I don't. I don't know. There probably are plenty. I don't know any. But is there any um, uh, homosexual players currently playing? And if they are, does that mean those players don't play against that guy, or won't play with that guy? 
Mate, I've seen a documentary uh, for NFL players that mask their homosexuality until after they retire. And the fear is that they will be ousted for that reason. No one wants to play with me or train with me or, you know. There's a current guy who's playing for one of the New York teams and mm. he he's he's actually like he's a aggressive defender. He's openly gay, and mm. I'm pretty sure one of the NFL one of the NFL teams has already done this. They've put something on their helmet or something, and, and and I haven't heard any negative backlash. It's been encouraged, mate. No current NRL player has come out gay, and whether that's a, whether that's a personal choice for those reasons, or if it's or if no one is gay then that's another story. We can't answer that, unfortunately. But in relation to this jersey, mate, I know, Manly, I know Manly's had four different jerseys in the last four weeks. That's another That's another can of worms. But um, in my opinion, uh, that community that they're representing have gone through their hardships in the last few decades. And I think they, you know, I think it uh, wouldn't hurt any player to put on a jersey just to show pride in, in that sector. So... They need to get over it, whoever the fuck is uh, a part of this seven. That's just my opinion. I just wonder, look, I know I know a lot of the players are young blokes, but who would think that's a smart thing to do? Like, what? you know, and what I'm amazed at, that this hasn't got bigger coverage. Well, it's just started, so it's probably going to get bigger across the week. It just broke this, Mate, it broke today before we started recording. What, what I'm saying is, though, this is something that's, um, it's unforgivable. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that, and that, and that like, what about the, like, like you brought up before, Israel Folau's thing? You know, a lot of people went into bat for him, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it is what, sorry, mate, it's, it's unforgivable. I, I just, it's, um, I'm gobsmacked, to be honest, about what, what they've decided to do. Yeah, mate, we're, it's, it's we're playing the game with, into disrepute. Mate, we're, we're, bla- we're playing with a double edged sword here because if you're going on the Israel Folau, um, if you're on the Folau bandwagon, um, it's, you know, going against religious beliefs. So you, we're effectively, if we're like, you need to wear the jersey, we're effectively not tolerating religious beliefs now. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, we're, you know what? <laughs> I'm not really too worried about that, to be honest. Well, that's and wearing and, and, a rainbow striped jersey is against yeah. their religion. It's like I said before, yeah. it's just, it's just homophobia being disguised yeah. by religion. Let's end it now because we. Oh, I'm with you. It's 2022. Let's end it now because we're all obviously on the wagon of wear the fucking jersey, but people will be against our opinions. I guarantee it. But anyway. I guarantee you, anyone in the media will be saying exactly what we're they're saying, whether they believe it or not. So they should be. Yeah. Uh, so they Paul, should be. I just Paul Cam was blowing up, but yeah, listen, watch NRL 360. He's got a different opinion. Uh, oh. Sh- should the Tigers offload Luke Brooks? 89% have said yes. Who would be 11%? Who would be 11%? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's uh, a lot of money. Maybe that's the only reason. No. Uh, if Ryan Pappenhausen wasn't injured, would he have been selected for the New South Wales Blues? 60% said yes. It's easy to say yes, but where would you pick him? In the squad. Oh, yeah. 18th man. <laughs> 18th man. A Melbourne Storm cooked for 2022. 71% said yes, they are done. Mm. I don't think, I think mate, I don't think so I don't either. Know. I think they've had an origin hangover, but 
Yeah. And I think Cameron Smith was saying something the other day, saying that in one of the years they won, they lost five in a row. Yep, it was 2012. They lost five in a row yep. and then they beat the Bulldogs. And I don't know how they did it. I know how they did it in the game. I just, it was the Bulldogs' year to win that year and they didn't. So I'm very upset. But anyway, we'll move on, eh? Which try was better, Latrell's last week or Jared Hayne 09? Jared Hayne 09 got 62%. Mate, I think that's too low. Haynes is so yeah, much better. Jared Haynes is better, but I thought that was a fantastic try. Yeah. We've said Mate. Jared Hayne like seven times this week. We've just outdone all like? our good work about inclusivity. Here we go. He's inclusive. <laughs> I said he's inclusive. He is. Uh... <laughs> anyway, move on. <laughs> Who should be the Bulldogs coach in 2023? 71% said Mick Potter. 29% said Cameron Serraldo. Can apparently... I say something on this? Can I... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Clark. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Finish. No, Cameron Serraldo is apparently a done deal. Hopefully he keeps Potter on as an assistant. And I think I think Dan said something along the lines of, maybe it was last week, Dan, that you said that he's quite happy to be an assistant. Yeah, he did. He came is out and right? said, I'd love to still be a part of the club. Like that's, that's pretty humble considering... Hey, you know, like, because he know he goes. You know I know what? I'm the interim coach. He goes. I know I'm the interim coach. I'll, so, I'll tell you right now. So on the on the Eels forums, there like one, some of the questions being asked is, who would you pick if Arthur's not there next year? And man, I'm picking Potter. You've seen what he's done with the Bulldogs. Oh mate, oh, he's doing a good job, isn't he? It's just our, def- our defensive lapses are still there, and that probably isn't a coach's issue. Uh, that's a player issue, I believe. But he's, mate, he's introducing young players, Declan Casey. He's given him a go. Mate, I think he's a great coach. Yep. Victor Radley will play for England for the remainder of his career. 78% like it. Brad Fittler has taken the cake with his stupidity <laughs> after he declared that Radley should be able to play for the Blues, Australia and England. No. he's <laughs> That is the dumbest thing I've ever... After all the shit that we've spoken to each other where you know that I'm against you two a lot with international footy like you two are against me as well however we can all agree right now that if that anyone that says this and Brad Fittler that says you can play origin and you can play for any country you want at any time that's t1 or t2 you can just change countries whenever you feel like as long as you're eligible no no you fucking can't origins just become an all-star game which it isn't. Bradford is an idiot. Next. (laughs) Should New Zealand or England players born and raised in New South Wales or Queensland be able to play Origin? Gilly. 63% have said yes. Mate, that just drives me insane. (laughs) Let's just move it on. Would you like to see players that play Origin banned from backing up for their club the following weekend? We say banned. I think this is why the so fifty four percent have said no. I think banned. Are... I don't. I don't think they understand the question. Yeah. <laughs> banned is probably a rough. That's a rough term. Should players be able to withdraw from rep selection without being injured? Eighty three percent have said yes. They're fucking crazy. These people. Nah, I said yes. That's Did a you? huge number. Yeah. Why'd you say yes? I don't know. Oh my God, I, I think I think mine was more along 
the old lines of like Jamie Lyon, where he's like, I don't want to play. Stop picking me. I think he should be allowed to do that. I don't think yeah, he I should think, be I able think, to do that. I think it's a bigger, yeah, I think you should. I think it's a bigger question though. I think the thing is though, if you decide you don't want to play, well, you never get picked again. 100%. That, that, yeah. You know what? If yeah. you do do that, if you're like, nah, I'm not yeah. playing, I'm not, but are you injured? It's like, nah. It's like, oh, well, you're blacklisted. Yeah. Bye. I agree with that. That should happen. That's fine. Yeah. I'm happy with that. But you never get to play reps ever again. Nah, sorry, champ. Yeah. Done. 83%, please. If you want to get involved in those polls, Dan normally puts them up on Fridays, but sometimes on Sundays as well. Yeah. <laughs> Moving busy on Friday. Bunker, <laughs> moving on to this week's bunker review. The topics today: the sideline story panel, or Daniel, make their final top eight and wooden spoon predictions. Six rounds remain, so these predictions will be our final and precise predictions. Looking at standings on the ladder after round nineteen, there are only eleven teams that can qualify for the finals. The bottom five are fighting it out for the spoon. Penrith Panthers are on 34 points, six points clear of the Cowboys on 28. Then we've got the Sharks on 26 with the Broncos on 26. Storm in fifth on 24 with the Rabbitohs on 24 and the Eels on 24. Roosters are in eighth on 20 points. Then you've got the Seagulls on 20 points, Raiders on 20 points, Dragons on 20 points. I did know, not know that was the ladder. Yeah. I didn't know how tight it was. And then you got the Bulldogs on 12, Warriors on 12, Knights on 12, Titans on 8, Tigers on 8. It doesn't matter after the 20. The, 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 the Dragons are the last team that can make it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, Daniel, you've done the most research. I've done nothing. And Gildy's thrown together just what he believes. It's all from, I need. It's all from, I need the vi- from, the vi- from the vibe. So, Dan... <laughs> Give us give us how you think the ladder's going to finish. Okay. After round 25, so we've got six games left. The final ladder. First place is Panthers. They will win their next six from six, and they will Oof. end up on 48 points. Second will be the North Queensland Cowboys. They will win five from six and will end with 38 points. The Broncos will be third. Six from six, so they're not going to lose from this point, I reckon. Uh, and they will also be on 38 points. However, I think for and against will pip them. Uh, the Ooh, Cowboys will pip their for and against. But if Lee Hadjabatellis sues the NRL, then <laughs> Cowboys might lose two points. True, true. I should have kept that into account. Just a little asterisk there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fourth, fourth place, Sharks. 36 points. They'll win five from six. That's top four. Panthers, Cowboys, Broncos, Sharks. That's the top four. Sorry, I don't want to, in, I don't mean to interrupt. If you would have told me that was the top four at the start of the season, I would have I would have said you were on all the drugs. <laughs> all, all of them. them. All of them six. laced together. Cowboys, Broncos, and Sharks. The Cowboys, the Cowboys we had coming way down the bottom. Uh, guilty, just a reminder for the 50th time, you and I said they'd come last, but anyway, yeah, we're wild. silly, stupid, <laughs> we're stupid, but anyway, uh, fifth, the South Sydney Rabbitohs on 32 points. I believe they will win four from the next six games. Sixth place will be the Melbourne Storm on 30 points, three from six. That's what they're going to win. 
The next two teams are also on 30 points. So seventh will be at Parramatta Eels. Three from six, they'll win, by the way, Guilty. And <laughs> in eighth place will be the Canberra Raiders. I believe they will win the next five from six games, boys. I'm very confident in the Canberra Raiders. So okay. fifth to eighth is the Rabbitohs, the Storm, the Eels, the Raiders. The Roosters, Sea Eagles, and Dragons will win two from six each and will be on 24 points. The Wooden Spooners will be the Gold Coast Titans. They will be remaining on eight points and will win zero from their next six games. That's my top eight and my Wooden Spooner. Okay. What do you got? Mate, obviously the Panthers are going to come first. I don't have points. Mate, I've got the Cowboys two. <laughs> I got South three. I don't think they're going to lose many games, mate. You said they're going to lose three. Dan? I said they'll lose two. They won't lose any. Um, okay. Broncos four. Um, Storm five. Shark six. Roosters seven. Raiders eight. Para out. Um, Ooh, and I've got. <laughs> Wow. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I can't see us making the eight at this point with that current draw it's and a, how we're playing. A, you're a bit salty. <laughs> Mate, just I'm curious. I, I, yeah, but I just I can't – unless we play start playing like we did at the end of last year, I can't see us winning. Mm. Um, and I've also got the Titans coming last. But if the Roosters continue to play like they did last week, they're going to make the eight. And I've got the Raiders because the Raiders don't give up many points. Have you noticed that? They don't get smacked. Mm. They're always going to be around about. I know you had them as well, Dan, but I, I, I just think that they're going to be roundabouts, you know. And I can, <laughs> just... and, I, and, I, and Parramatta are come, currently coming seventh, so it's not it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they bow out. Mm. No, it's not at all. <laughs> I just want to make a make a point. We've been we've been we call Olakawatu Gildy's boyfriend, mate. I think he's got a new boyfriend. Who? I think it's Latrell Mitchell. Oh, are you playing yeah, the field I, there, Nicholas Guild? Mate, I um, I've already been accused of this with another group. Yeah, percent. <laughs> mate, mate, I tell you, I'm I'm seasonal, mate. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> mate. Hey, mate, I'll put on the colours. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I wear the man's jersey. I was kind of leading you towards that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Who's is better, Clarky, mine or Guilty's? Well, yours is a lot more thorough. That's right. Gildy's. So that's Guilty's is Guilty's has got Guilty's is just off the vibe. That's uh, right. yeah, Clarky. Yeah. Sounds are coming third, mate, with me. <laughs> yeah. so, I'd be me, very. Me. I don't know. <laughs> I'd I'd be very surprised if the Roosters don't make the eight. The Raiders. I I have. I don't know how you've got so much confidence in the Raiders. Mate, their draw is easier than the Roosters, eh? So I'll tell you the I'll tell you the Roosters draw before we before we end our lovely podcast episode, episode sixty two. Fuck what an episode. Tell, eh? tell me what Paris draw is as well. Okay, we'll start with the Roosters. They have Manly. I think they'll beat Manly. Then they've got yeah. the Broncos. I think they'll lose to the Broncos. Then they've close. got the Cowboys. I think they'll lose to the Cowboys. Close. Then they've got Tigers. They'll beat the Tigers. Then the Storm. That is the 50-50 game. Oh, yeah. And then they've got the Rabbits. They've got a very hard draw, the Roosters. And I think the oh, Rabbitohs we'll... will beat them, by the way. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll smack them. Then we go to the Eels. 
They have the Panthers. I think they'll lose. Then they've got Manly in Manly. I think they will beat Manly. Then they've got the Rabbitohs. I think they'll lose to the Rabbitohs. Well, the Bulldogs. I think they'll beat the Bulldogs. Redemption. I think we'll lose against the Bulldogs with the Bulldogs that's, playing. That's, anyway, that's your danger game. That's your danger game. Yeah. Then you've got the Broncos again in Brisbane. Uh-uh. And then you've got the Storm. Now, that is the Storm's danger game because that one's at Combank yeah. Stadium, round 25. Stakes could be high for the Eels. That's a hard That's a hard last couple of games, right? Am I right? They've got a hard, yeah. got a hard draw as yeah. well. But you've got the, you the four-point leg up on them already, though, on mm. the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. I just the, the only saving grace is we're on twenty four and they're on twenty. That's mm. it. That's two and games. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ending to the. It is. It is. I didn't realize. Like I didn't realize I was reading the draw, the ladder when <laughs> the I first started, <laughs> which got edited out like miraculously. Uh, yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, we'll leave it at that, boys. Daniel Gildy. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Hey, he said it. He said it, Guilty. Big thank you to our sponsors, Akasha and the Rusty Penny Brewing Company and the Aria and Co. And to everyone tuning in to episode 62 of the Sideline Story Rugby League podcast. That is a wrap. Glory, glory, and go the balls. And the doggies and anyone facing the kangaroos. Yep. Go power and go the snakes. Yeah, the boys.